welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the best show ever. Not, not live, Eric. We're always live, Derek. <laughs> We're always live in our hearts. It's well, Derek be- and Eric show. Better be we alive after here. your crappy Rams. Hey, they played pretty crappy. That's not, I'm not going to lie. They, they looked awful. But Stafford is back on the Lions, it looked like. I think it had a lot more to do with they were just like, we're the best. We're the best. We're the, oh, we got our asses kicked. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, oh, lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. This might be a long show. We're going to start things off with our NFL week one review. Mm-hmm. As always, we're going to go through each and every game that happened over the weekend, including the first Thursday night debacle of the Rams getting just ruffle stomped and beaten and spanked by the Bills and the Chargers Chiefs game and I know there's a Chiefs fan a friend of mine who listens to this show uh Chiefs got lucky yeah they did um I'm not gonna say that they're a bad team because they're still a damn good team and they made some plays some damn good plays Mm -hmm. but uh Chargers are a damn good team too man oh yeah that's good and then so we will do game recaps also Broncos uh, Colorado teams update. Oh, new God. We're going to blow through those because uh, CSU, CU are trash, bro. Y- yeah. Um, Louis, Derek's, Eric's, Derek's lounge. Got some back. doozies for you. We've got a couple stories there. Uh, MLB is implementing some rule changes for the 2023 season, which I think are fire and mm-hmm. are good for mm-hmm. the game of baseball. We'll hit a quick stats of the week, and Eric has a new segment. That's me. Eric's glitzes and ditzes of the NFL week. Basically, glitzes, people who shined in my eyes, very impressed by them, and dumbasses. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> so, Eric shiners and... Does Joe Flacco fall in that category? <laughs> no, not, it's not going to be bad performances. It's just going to be really dumb people in the NFL. From well, it's Flacco. No, no, no. Dumb people. Flacco just sucks. Yeah, he's just bad. <laughs> um, we're going to do some Broncos talk. What the hell happened against the Water Pigeons? And mm-hmm. we'll dive into a couple of NFL games that we wanted to talk about as well. And then finish off. Picks. With the picks. By the way, last week, I beat Derek in the picks 10 to 6. Um, it's okay. going to be like last season. He still owes me a bottle of whiskey from last week, last season. Oh, crap. That's right. Double or nothing? Well, I mean, <laughs> some of these teams really let me down. Yeah, um, like the Panthers mm-hmm. and the uh, Lions. Who else did you pick? The Jags, the Lions. Lions almost came back, though. Yeah, but they were de- they were down too much early. Not really. Oh, uh, real also, quick, the Packers. Oh. You you picked the Packers. Yeah, real quick, Colts are going to suck even more tomorrow. Michael Pittman has just been ruled out. And they're in Jacksonville, which they haven't won in Jacksonville in like 14 years or something stupid like that. Seven. 14, same thing. All right. All right, let's kick things off. NFL Week 1 Review kicking things off with the season in L.A. with the Bills hosting the Rams, and the Rams decided that they were still partying from the Super Bowl and got raffle stomped 31 to 10. Yeah, but they, they look bad. They looked bad. 
I don't know if Buffalo looked that smooth either. Four turnovers is not great. Either. Both teams turned the ball over a lot. They turned the ball over a lot, but the Bills were the better team by a mile in the second half, and they put up 21 unanswered points. But uh, Josh Allen's going to be good this year, Eric. Can you agree with that? He's going to be good. I agree. I'm just worried about the Bills being these overwhelmed favorites, man. I think they'll be damn good through the regular season, but it all comes down to what happens in the postseason, man. Mm-hmm. So that was week, or that was Thursday night. Kicking off Sunday night, or Sunday afternoon, excuse me. Saints at the Falcons. Falcons had a 26 to 10 lead and then blew it. Blew it with a last second field goal. Will Lutz from 51 to give New Orleans the lead. It is good. Falcons just being the Falcons and the Saints. Tell you what, man, it took a while for them. This Saints offense and those three wideouts they have and Thomas, uh, Landry, and what's the rookie's name again? Chris Olave. Olave, they're going to be good. Mm Mm-hmm. That offense is going to be pretty damn good. Saints defense kind of let me down last week. I thought they were going to be better than that, but they didn't. I mean, you give up 215 passing yards to Mariota. Mm-hmm. And 120 yards on the ground at Cordell Patterson. Oh, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Saints start 1-0. and Next game, Browns at the Panthers. The Browns mm. were... Blowing out the Panthers up until the fourth quarter. Then Mayfield remembered that he's playing football. <laughs> uh, brings the Panthers back to a 24-23 lead. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the Browns kick a last-second field goal to win. Cleveland had the worst field goal success percentage last season. York to try to win the game. The kick. Oh, look at this. in distance. And Cade York wins it for Cleveland. How about Cade York for the Browns? Four field goals. Yeah. yeah if anyone had on a fantasy team, uh, did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Or especially if you had the Atlantis kicker, because he kicked, what is it, I believe four or five as well, yeah. too. He kicked a lot. Yeah. Young Way Koo. Yeah, he kicked a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, Mayfield did not have a good game, but no, hey, he what you going to do? Didn't get revenge. He did not. He did not. Next game, a game played in a marsh. The 49ers at the Chicago Bears. The smiley face. I put a little smiley face next to it because when the 49ers lose, Eric wins. Especially Uh, they lose to the Bears. The Bears. Chicago Bears. Slip and slide game. Slip and slide game. Trey Lance didn't look great, but neither did Justin Fields. No, it was a uh, sloppy the Bears, game. The Bears defense I was impressed with. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you could take much away from that game because of the weather conditions. It was really bad. Like I said before you started recording, Dick, if you live in a town with crappy weather like Chicago, put a freaking roof over your stadium. And you have a crappy field, as the Bears have of every NFL team's reported. Yes, there were so. two bad fields in that game. Moving yeah. on along... <laughs> We're going to go to Steelers at the Bengals. Um, Nobody wanted to make a kick. forget how to play football? They're going to clock it. Boswell trying to get it done. Snap, placement, kick on the way. Boswell. That 
That's a winner! Unforgettable season opener! And the Steelers outlast the Bengals in overtime. And do the kickers forget how to make kicks? Well, you Good remember God. the Packers game last year where McPherson and Crosby were missing? That just that reminded me of this game. It really did. Um, but Bengals lose in overtime to the Steelers 23-20. Joe Burrow. Four turnovers. Four, no, five. He had a fumble. Oh, five, that's right. Four he had, he picks. Four picks and a fumble. And he was um, sacked. Six times, I believe. Seven times. Wow. So their offense didn't look good. But hey, Jamar Chase, 10 catches a buck 29. Not and bad he, from him. And he let Mika Fitzpatrick know he's number one. Yeah, here's here's <laughs> why this, the Bengals or the Steelers didn't deserve to win. The time of possession, 43 minutes for the Bengals, 26 for the Steelers. Wow. 32 first downs for the Bengals, 13 for the Steelers. Uh, 432 yards for the Bengals, 267 <laughs> for the Steelers. So they basically beat them in every statistical category, but they lost the game. But they lost in turnovers by a mile. By so all, hugely. Bengals didn't deserve to win that game, and neither did the Steelers. Uh, Takeaway from this game, TJ Watt got hurt, and I guess luckily he won't have to get surgery, but he will be out for six weeks. Six? A torn peck. So apparently he's going to be doing some massive rehab, I guess. I guess better. Speaking of which, we will get into Dak Prescott later on and how stupid the Cowboys are going to be. Uh, Eagles at the Lions. Derek, your Lions made it close, but the Eagles' talent just overtook the the Lions. 38-35 was the final in favor of the Philadelphia Eagles. It did, but it is encouraging to see that they just didn't let them walk all over them, get blown out like they did last year. They made a fighting, you know, they, they fought they fought hard to come back, yeah. granted. But, like, Dan Kimball said this week, he's like, close enough isn't good enough. He's like, we need to learn how to close out these games, which I think in, in time they will. But They will. For me, I think it was encouraging to see they just didn't let the Eagles come in and walk all over them. Sure. Although, I want to say, Jalen Hurts. Look good. game. 243 yards passing. He also added 90 yards rushing and a touchdown. Uh, Miles Sanders, 96 yards and a touchdown. So AJ Brown too is just oh dude. AJ Brown was everywhere. 10 catches and 155 yards for the Eagles' new receiver. Well, I keep forgetting is 24 years old, and the Titans decided not to pay him. And look where the Titans are now. Anywho, moving on. Yeah. Yeah. The crap game Um, of the week. Let's just say there's going to be a, a good old ditz from this game in Eric's new segment. Uh, Colts and Texans tie at 20 all. I don't want to say much, but the Texans had a 20 to 3 lead. Colts make comeback, and then both teams played not to lose in overtime. Bofa. Both. That's right, Bofa. Bofa teams played not to lose in overtime. Just, yeah, and Rodrigo Blankenship lost his job because of this game. Yeah, I thought that was a little premature, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. All right, next game. Dolphins at home dominate the Patriots 20-7. to Over the middle, got his man, and look at him go! Oh. Jalen Waddle for the touchdown! Not really surprised, as we've always said, New England just struggles in Miami, so I wasn't really surprised by this game. No, I wasn't either. I was surprised at how poor the Patriots' offense looked. They look bad. Um, 
That's what happens when you have Matt Patricia, defensive coordinator, calling offensive plays for some <laughs> stupid reason. I don't know what the hell the Patriots are doing. But despite the Dolphins putting up 20 points, I don't think they look that good either. No. So, But Dolphins start 1-0. Patriots are 0-1. Next game, another game we're not going to spend too much time on. Ravens win easily 24-9 over the Jets because the Jets are trash. I mean, Flacco started, so what do you expect was going to happen? And he's starting again this week, so spoiler alert, they're losing again. When you throw the ball 59 times with Joe Flacco, you're going to lose. Yeah. You're going to lose. And they only ran the ball 17 times. That's embarrassing. Bad. Jets are going to be 0-17. Jags at Commander's. Carson Wentz had a really good first half, and then the Jacksonville Jaguars kind of came back, but wasn't enough. 28 to 22 was the final. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jacksonville. I, I wanted to pick Jacksonville too, but hey, Carson Wentz, 313 yards, four TDs, and two picks. Not a bad game. Not bad. Still has those two picks, though. He does. I will say, Travis Etienne, got to pick it up, man. You got to catch the freaking ball. Yes, you do. He had, what, three or four drops? Yeah, I, I know, Eric. I know. I know all about his stats and what he's got. ETN, four targets, two catches. Yeah, jerk. 18 yards. Let me guess he's on your fantasy team. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> hey, I won last week, so I'm not complaining because Patrick Mahomes came through for me. There you go. Moving speaking, on to the – Speaking of Mahomes. Speaking of which, yeah. Sunday afternoon games, the Chiefs dominate the poor Cardinals 44-21. Um – I know it's week one. Arizona's in trouble. Big time. They looked bad. bad. Really they bad. They couldn't stop anything the Chiefs were doing, and they no. could not get anything going. It w- They are the only team in week one that, had, that brought in the backups because they were so bad. <laughs> Kyler Murray didn't study long enough. <laughs> Kyler Murray on the day. 22 of 34 for 193 yards and two touchdowns. One of them was a garbage time touchdown. And Mahomes' stats just wow. 30 of 39, 365 touchdowns. I'd say that's a pretty good game. You think? Kyler Murray was their leading rusher, too, with 29 yards. I mean, the Cardinals have no pass rush, no offensive line, no receivers. Barely a running game, and they can't cover anybody. Hmm. Derek, they can't do – you can't do anything. Nope. We'll dive into that a little bit more. I want to just trash on these. I think trash. Moving on, Raiders at the Chargers, and the Chargers hold on to win 24-19. to 19. Even though Devontae Adams had a big game, but they still won. Devontae Adams had a big game. Derek Carr had an awful game. Three three picks. Not mm-hmm. good. No, not good at all. Devontae Adams, 10 catches, 141 yards and a touchdown. But it was – Chargers were up big, 24, I think, set, or 10 at one point. Mm-hmm. No, 17-3. Yeah, 17-3. Yep, I'm just looking at it now. So, uh, I like we said this at the open. Chargers, I think they're a damn good football team. And Broncos and Raiders are going to have to keep up with the Chiefs and Chargers. I don't know how you feel. That's how I feel. No. Uh, Other afternoon game, the 
Green Bay Packers decided to new strategy of leaving one of the top five receivers in football wide open all game. They'll never <laughs> see it coming. Uh, they get blown out by the Vikings 23 to 7. Justin Jefferson just, he had himself a game. Nine catches, 184 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, Aaron Rodgers struggled. <laughs> 195 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. He did have a drop by Christian Watson, which would have been a walk-in touchdown. Sacked four times, by the way. Sacked four times. A.J. Dillon was their leading rusher and receiver at 46 yards receiving, 45 yards rushing. Yeah, you're not going to do very good having that. No, but uh, it is week one. Packers always suck week one and turn things around, but yeah, what you going to do there? Final afternoon game, Giants at the Titans. Titans dominated all game, and then the Giants come through with a two-point conversion. Yeah, how about that? Get late late. Late. It again. It's Barkley off the play fake. Jones to the end zone. Touchdown! Chris Myrick, his second career touchdown. James the motion man. Shovel. Barkley breaks a tackle. Dives in for two. Giants take the lead. Morgan Cox, the snapper. Rookie Ryan Stonehouse, the holder. The kick by Bullock is on the way. Oh, it's and it is no good. He missed it to the left. And the Giants leave a season opener for the first time in six years with a win. Getting gutsy at the end of the game. I like to play call, though. Why not? Why not? You've, you've been bad for how many years now? And you got a new coach. You want to make a statement on your team and the owner and your fans and everything. Yeah, everybody loved it. I mean, you yeah. saw that stadium. They're going crazy. Well, it was in Tennessee. Oh, I know. But some of the Giants fans over there. Yeah. I, look, are the Giants going to make the postseason this year? No, no. You know the coaching staff knows that, right? Oh, they know that. Ooh, just do it just try just, just what do you got it. to lose yep oh no you lost week one <laughs> oh. titans Sunday. on the other hand i mean ryan titans trash dude they're screwed ryan Tannehill's not he's not a good quarterback no when derrick henry only gets what 50 yards i don't think mm-hmm. he had that much no he 82 did. yards yeah 21 attempts that's not good so giants surprised with the upset uh, final game of Sunday was Buccaneers at Cowboys. And God, this game sucked. Uh, the only team that didn't score week one, the Dallas Cowboys. Score a touchdown week one. Yeah, score a touchdown. Um, Dak Prescott looked awful. Offense the Cowboys looked awful. offensive line looked awful. The receivers looked awful. If you would have told me that Ezekiel Elliott was going to be the best looking player on the field for the Cowboys besides Michael Parsons, I would have said you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Micah Parsons... Bucks didn't person. look any better either. No, the Bucks look terrible too. But Micah Parsons looked good. Mm-hmm. That's. Um, but he can't win you a game. No, and news out of this one: Dak Prescott has a fractured thumb, and Jared Jones says he's going to be back in four weeks. Wonder if he's thought about he, that in the shower. Uh, oh, I'm sure he did. But Dak Prescott got his <laughs> finger cut open, Ooh. surgery on it on his throwing hand, by the way, mm-hmm. and. They expect him to come back in four weeks. You're dreaming. We'll touch on that a little bit later. Monday night, the oh god, 
Seattle Seahawks upset the Denver Broncos 17-16. I told you the Broncos were going to look awful to start the year, and look what happened. From 64, McManus missed it. And the Seahawks are going to win this game. Yeah, and like I said, this – I said it in preseason voice concern. You should have had some of the starters play maybe a, a couple series in the preseason because, God, did they look out of sync and look bad. Like some of the throws he had, some of these receivers were way off. And mm-hmm. you can definitely tell they ha- do not have enough time together. And Maybe if they would have played in preseason, they could have gotten a better chemistry built. But, man, they, they, it, looked, it looked really off and bad. They looked we'll, really bad. We'll talk about that coming up with the uh, the Broncos talk. I disagree with the preseason. I think people put, put too much into it. That's just me. Well, I know, um, but it's a new team, new coaching staff, sure. new quarterback, and new offense, and that's why I think he should at least play the series. Or and for those of you people who are hot-taking saying Geno Smith looked really good, shut up. He only threw 195 yards and had two – I will admit, one was a really good throw. The tight end one? To the tight end. Wide the open. other one? The dude was wide open. It's easy to catch a flaw when you're wide open, yeah. I mean, when you average seven yards a throw on 23 throws, you suck. that's not good. Yeah, wait, wait, wait till he plays uh, the Rams or like a really good team. And then the you'll Niners. See how- He's going to get crushed this week, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, what? We'll touch on that later. Spoiler alert, Seahawks are going to lose. Yeah, uh, they are. And the last game we're going to recap real fast. Uh, we'll, we'll dive into it a little more deeper. Chiefs hosted the Chargers on Thursday night. What a game. It was a great game. Chiefs hold on to win by three, 27-24. Really bad pick six for the Chargers. Mm, cost the them the game. That was the game. Um, but I was impressed with how – well the chargers played especially in the first half yes um chiefs are still a damn good team though mm-hmm. so chiefs improved to two and oh chargers fall to one in uh what was your what was your favorite game to watch out of all those ones Derek? i mean i honestly did i really did like the Steelers and Bengals game, even though they're all the turnovers and mishaps it was it was pretty exciting i mean they're two rivals that going against each other uh mm-hmm. browns and panthers weren't bad either i had my intrigue no i was just about to say storyline behind it the first the morning games i had a couple people over watch on sunday ticket had a uh, six games going at once by the way uh wow. it was all it was like we were just like well that one's that was a close game oh that one's a close game now that one whoa look, what the hell a lot of them were really close except for of course you know the jets game which we knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, sh- since we just did the recap, should we do my Eric's glitzes and ditzes of the week in the NFL? Sure. Let's just jump into that. Let's just jump into that. Glitz of the week. Ba-da-da-da. So someone who shined, we talked about it. Giants head coach, Brian Dayball. Oh, yeah. Why not? Just go for it. What do you have to lose? Mm-hmm. Decides with the he could tie the game with a field goal going to overtime. He says, screw it, no. I'm going to go going for two. The win. I trust my offense. 
and he goes for the win. They get it. Titans miss a last-minute field goal as well. Saquon Barkley, by the way, we forgot to say, what a game he had coming back. Saquon Barkley's back. Mm-hmm. He looked good. I won't say the Giants' offense looked good, but Saquon Barkley looked good. Yeah, so Giants went 21-20. to 20. Eric, and a receiver caught a touchdown. Woo! <laughs> the streak is over. Which one was it? Uh, I can't remember. Let me pull it up. But yeah, Please uh, hold, I'm looking. You, you got it? All right, I'll give you my dits of the week. I thought about giving this to Nathaniel Hackett. I really did. Fourth and five. Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard, nice. Fourth and five from what yard line were they on, Derek? Help me out, the Broncos. For the 64-yard field goal? Yes. They're at the 40. Like 45 or something like I that? I think 44, 40, yeah, 44, 45-yard so, line. Yes. Anyway, decides to kick a 64-yard field goal, the second longest field goal in NFL history, rather than – putting it in your $240 million quarterback's hands, who had a really good game, by the way. Extremely good game. And you miss. Now, here – You had two timeouts. I'll say this. You had two timeouts. Two. Peyton Manning was sitting on the Manning cast. He hit – Oh, he was just like, – he, he was, was losing the his timeout mind. Symbol. Losing his mind. My favorite part of that was uh, you hear – by the way, they had Shannon Sharp on it. Oh, And God, then you, yes. hear, you hear Manning go – Oh, it looks like they're gonna kick it, and then you hear Sir Shep here a sharp in the back. Kick what? <laughs> I lost my mind. I thought it was funny. Oh, that was freaking hilarious. Dits of the week goes to someone I actually really like as a head coach, Lovey Smith. Oh God, what do you have to lose? Yeah, yeah. game on the line. It's third and one from about the forty-yard line of the Colts. It's the kind of same thing as Broncos. Third and one, they're doing a tight eye formation to the left, which means they have two tight ends to the left side of the formation, one receiver to the right. They run right side off tackle, weak side, where there's no, there's less protection. They lose four yards, <laughs> and he pulls the most cowardice move I have ever seen. Instead of trying the field goal or just going for it because he doesn't want to lose, he punts. Uh-huh. And then they tie. Uh-huh. Throw the ball. Or run to the strong side of your formation. I I hope the Texans lose every game. I, I you can't do that, man. Yeah. I, when, they, when I both saw teams that played not to lose in overtime. Both 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 both. Both the <laughs> teams played not to lose. And Lovey Smith really played. In the, he played such a coward brand of football. Um, that's right, coward. You're a better coach than that, Lovey. You're I mean. a better coach than that. Grow a pair. Put trust in your offense. Now I'm angry. Maybe shave that beard. Maybe shave that beard. Oh, to clear I up love your the beard. He looks something. like Santa Claus. That's, man, that's a bit wicked gray beard. It's a fantastic gray beard. Uh, Colorado sports teams. Colorado sports teams. All right, this is not going to make me any less angry. Oh boy. Yeah, this we'll is do this just... real fast. Starting off, Air Force hosted CU in Colorado Springs, and the inevitable happened. Air Force blew out CU 41 to 10. Yeah, how about uh real quick, JT Strout stats in this game? <laughs> oh, dude, 
Like, dude, I can't. I, I saw I it can't. at the end. Of, I, I saw, I didn't watch any of the minute of the game. So, neither right. but when I saw his stats, I just said, wow. JT Stroud. Wow. Stroud. Five of 21 mm. for 51 yards and a pick. Mm. Now, Brian Roberts for Air Force. Another great game. 24 carries, a buck 74 and three touchdowns. Air Force ran for 435 yards and had one pass for eight yards. As we said, they probably would. They would just run all over them, and they did. That's pretty much what happened. Speaking of Air Force real fast, they did lose last night to Wyoming, 17-14. In Wyoming, not the best game for – they didn't have – they only had 171 yards rushing, but they had 101 yards passing. Probably because they were losing. Shh, mind your business. Um, so Air Force falls for the first time in the season. Uh, CU, mm. they are set to face Minnesota. In Minnesota. In Minnesota. Did you see the line for this game? Yes, I did. The Buffs are 27 and a half point underdogs. Eric, as we did last week going through their schedule, I mean, I'm not lying to you. Right now, the way they're looking, Arizona, the week they play Arizona, Arizona may beat them. And if they do, uh, wow. CU plays Minnesota, UCLA, Arizona, Cal, Oregon State, Arizona, Oregon, USC, Washington, and Utah. Honestly, where do you see a win right there? The only one is still Arizona, and I I can't tell you that they're going to win that game. Because t- let's face it, today and next week against UC- Minnesota UCLA, they're not winning either of those, especially yeah, UCLA. I, I know this is kind of recency bias here, but I got I got to do something. I want to go through the Mountain West. Tell me who you think CU would beat right now. Wyoming. No. Boise State. Oh no. Utah State. Uh, no new mexico maybe nevada no fresno state nope san diego state oh god no they struggle against them when they were in the big 12 san jose state i think they could do that one yes i think they could beat them unlv yeah probably hawaii no hawaii is 0-3 though but hawaii is like playing really good teams yeah, they have um, a quarterback. And then finally, right? and finally, Colorado State. Could they beat the Rams? Well, they can't tie in college. So, honestly, if they had the Rocky Mountain Showdown this year, CSU. I'd put money on CSU. I would too. Now, I'm going to say this CSU got Rolfo Stump too. Oh, speaking of them. By Middle Tennessee. Let's move on to them real quick. 34 19. We, we said they should have, it should have been the other way around, and they laid an egg. They do. They, they laid in. They looked bad. Derek, the stats in this game for CU or CSU are crazy. Mm. Have you seen the stats, by the way, before I start giving? I saw it. The rushing. rushing. Minus 10 rushing yards. The quarterback, he was 11 carries for minus 65 yards. Apparently, they were. uh, How does that happen? Because you run backwards a lot and try to make something happen, I guess. Their longest run of the day was 10 yards. You want to know why attendance is so bad in CSU and that new fancy stadium? Because look at the teams you're losing to like this. Oh man, I thought I was I was I was high on the Rammies this year, man. I was like, hey, you know what? I think they could be better. 
CU though, I was not high on, and they're just playing. Well, I, I really bad. think CU should just go into the Mountain West. <laughs> Especially when they get to play in the Pac-12, like starting this next week, they're, they're in trouble. And they are in trouble. We we've been talking about the CU needs to like jump back in the Big Ten or Big Twelve. Who wants them? No one. Nobody. No. Um, by the way, CSU heads to Washington State and will play them, and they are 16-and-a-half-point underdogs. Yeah. Uh, to finish off the Colorado sports segment, Colorado's not the state of football. They are the state of hockey. Not football. Also, fun fact, CU hockey kicked off today or yesterday. Yes. Um, let me pull up the final score of that game. Oh, real quick, CSU plays Washington State. That's what, yeah, CSU. Yeah, that's I, did I say? Did I not say that? No, you didn't. You said we 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 touched on who CU is playing today, but not CSU, and they are underdogs. So it looks like both Colorado teams mm-hmm. will lose again this week. <laughs> yeah. Especially CU. I wonder how many points Minnesota. All right, All right over so over so under so Minnesota fifty on CU. I'm gonna go the under. I'm going over. Um. By the way, CU hockey beat Metro State. Three nothing. Oh, Metro State has a hockey team. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, hockey team. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. FCU played DU and CU would win that one. <laughs> oh, and the Rockies are still in last place. Moving out of Colorado sports. Yeah, sixty-two and eighty-two. Oh, Jesus. Oh, let's 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 stop talking about Colorado. Let's move into Derek Stones. But first, Derek. Let's hear a word from our sponsor. And we are back. Are we? Okay. Yes, we are back. All right. First story. I need proof. Phoenix Suns Ugh. owner Robert Sarver has been suspended for one year and fined $10 million with all that information. I mean, I believe we talked about it earlier this year in a segment yeah. about his his misconduct with his employees and everything like that. But anyways, he's uh, to, to sum it up. He's a racist. He's a sexist. He sexually harassed women, sexually assaulted women, I believe too. Or is it just a harassment? So no, he he's been accused of making sexual inappropriate comments to so women. Harassment. Saying he, he said the N word about five or six times. He said, just this guy is just, bad uh lebron james tweeted and said he's got to be honest our league got this one wrong and he is sickening to hear he this is. news uh, didn't donald sterling get kicked out of the ownership of the clippers for the same reason he sure did so uh hey adam silver sack up and one of their biggest uh what do you call it? Sponsors, PayPal sponsors the Phoenix Suns, a huge sponsor, actually generates them $158 million a year, is threatening to pull out of their sponsorship unless they say Sarver resigns and is banned for life for the NBA. So if he doesn't leave, it looks like, and it looks like a lot of their other sponsors are following PayPal saying, if you don't do this, nobody's going to sponsor your team. So how are you going to make any money, Phoenix? Um, (laughs) So you better listen. I shouldn't say Silver needs to sack up. The rest of the owners do because I believe they need to have a 3-4 vote to vote people out. Um, so, hey, owners, let's go. Mm-hmm. Get them out. 
Um, but it, this is sick. just it's gross. it is it is sickening, especially some of the stories of what he did and what I've read about him. It's just he's a he's a jerk. He's, he's a, a sick human being. He, he, he kind of did a lot of similar stuff. I hate to say that Dan Snyder did from from Washington. Well, I was just about to say Dan Snyder, FedEx, their stadium sponsor, pulled mm-hmm. their name from the stadium. Yep. So. But it's also because they don't take care of the stadium and poop water was falling on fans. But hey, what you gonna do? <laughs> poop water. But yeah, so we'll see what comes of this in the you know the coming weeks or months and seeing if the NBA steps up and says, hey, no, you're banned for life. In my opinion, I think he should be banned and never be an. He should be. He, he should be banned and forced to sell his team like Donald Sterling. So yes. all right, moving on. Next story. This is a crazy one. So last week. Dolphins Patriots game. Yes. Some brainiac, Eric, left their grill on in their car. Yep. And several cars uh caught on fire. Yep. <laughs> so around 1:28 p.m. last after or this last Sunday afternoon at Hard Rock Stadium, firefighters showed up and they had to extinguish six cars, Eric. Good six. lord. Now, yeah. I, 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 I'm going to defend this guy for a little bit. Everybody's done that before. You leave the oven on on accident. You leave the grill on for a little bit. It happens. So real quick, a owner, Scott Delafano, he had a Mercedes S63, Eric, which on the market goes for $88,234. And he also had $3,000 of cash in his car. That car and his cash were burned up. Why are you the one that dude's a drug dealer for sure? <laughs> I mean, if you're leaving cash in your car, you're dealing some, you're dealing some cocaine down there in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, so hey, you can go get another one. So a couple people shot a video you could see inside the stadium that you could see black smoke coming from the stadium. Some people are like, "Oh hey, what's that?" And they come to find out, yeah, somebody left their grill on, and uh, yeah. Sorry. I'm going to defend this guy. He made a mistake. It sucks. But, man, and... six cars he's got to pay for, though. Yeah, he might be paying that for the rest of his life, unfortunately. Because insurance is a scam. Moving on. Insurance is a big scam. Oh, moving on. This is this this is great. Last story of the day. University of Utah. Police are launching an investigation as Eric... A bunch of women showed up to the football game last weekend topless. Huh? So, so before the Utes played Southern Utah last week, uh, a bunch of women, I guess, decided to show up to the game, proceeded to take their tops and their bras off, walked into the stadium, and walked to their seats just topless. School officials and the police are now questioning them, asking them, was there a motive behind this? But nobody really knows because so it was a total of six women that decided to do it. They're all friends, and I guess they just wanted to do it together. Some people saying it was disgusting. I was at the game with my family and kids, and my kids were objected to seeing something so nasty and nudity. I mean... 
Uh, okay, look. A bunch of girls... people are. Are you kidding me? This is not all right. okay. A bunch all right, of people right. just getting all mad. Three things. One, <laughs> they shouldn't have shown up topless. That's that's. There's a there's a law called public indecency for a reason. Uh, two. Eric, six college girls showing up topless to a football game. Two. If you're calling nudity disgusting, then don't take any clothes off ever. Uh, three. That's an exact Why wasn't quote. I invited? Look real quick. That's a quote I read. Why wasn't I invited? I want go. They sound like they know how to party. And look at right here when this guy that came with this kid said, "No one working in the stadium stopped them at the gate. Security guards just Probably stared at them. Just yeah, <laughs> stared at them. Let them walk in. No one did a thing. Is this literally what our world is coming to?" Yeah, sure, wasn't it? Kids being exposed to this nasty. Oh, now they use nasty nudity. Oh, Jesus. Like, I. Oh my God. And the stadium and the security for the event won't step in or escort them out because they're worried they'll get sued because of discriminatory laws. That's what they told me. That's what security told him. Okay, I get where security is coming from. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen, folks, it's a law. Don't show up naked to games. Yeah, don't show don't, up naked in public. And don't run on the stadium naked. That too. Um, a lot of people like to do that. Nudity is not disgusting, folks. No. It's who you are. It's who but you yeah. are. Uh, that's, that's all don't, the stories don't, I got. Don't get me started on Derek and Eric's... Uh, over-censoring child uh, show. Speaking of nudity, Jerry Jones in the shower. Okay, and Derek ruined everything. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. On to our next segment. (laughs) (sighs) Let's move it on to Broncos and football talk. Not that it was baseball. Oh, that's right, baseball. I want to touch the real quick MLB, yeah. So the MLB competition committee just had a meeting, 11 people, by the way, 11, uh, and they decided to implement some new rule changes for the 2023 season. I want to get Derek's thoughts on them real fast. Rule change number one, Derek, there's mm-hmm. going to be a pitch timer. 15 seconds. Yes. When, when bases are empty, the pitcher has from the moment the catcher catches the ball, so he catches it back from the catcher when the catcher throws it back. You get 15 seconds for batter and pitcher. Let's go. Come on. I'm glad because, man, I don't know how many games I've been to in the past where it just takes forever. Because the pitcher, like, he catches the ball at the top of the mound, walks around it. He's he's rubbing the ball. He's got his Gets dirt it. on his hands. Gets dirt on his hands. It touches the rosin bag and, like, throws it up in his hands a few times. The batter's like, I gotta adjust my, oh my god, just my, my gloves. I gotta spit. Let's go. Ridiculous. Let's go. And also, if there's a runner on base, they get an extra five seconds. So twenty with a runner on with runner runners on base, or fifteen seconds if the bases are empty. Hitters receive one timeout per plate appearance. I like that. So I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, they tested this in the minors for the last two years. Average nine inning games in the minor league baseball time was reduced by 26 minutes. Wow. So hopefully that's the case with these. 
Second rule change. This one's probably the lesser of all of them. First base, second base, and third base sizes have increased from 15 inches to 18 inches. Yeah, how about that? It's supposed to impact player safety. So bigger bases so that, you know, like people's legs aren't getting tied up as they're trying to like get to the base or whatever. So you can see it better, I guess. Looks like a big old pillow sitting out there. Well, no, it's just so that like, I think it's so that like, you know, second baseman who's trying to, you know, throw to first doesn't like step on the dude's hand or whatever. Makes and sense. also this one, I think is the most controversial. There's a shift restrictions. Oh yeah. Two infielders must be positioned on either side of second. When pitch is released, all four infielders must have both feet within the infield. When the Bofa. pitcher is on the Bofa must have both feet within the infield. When the pitcher is on the rubber. How about that? So they're helping. I hitters. saw I saw that one, and I was like, "Why did they? Why are they?" I, so I've always been under the impression of beat the shift, mm-hmm. hit it the other way. Yep. Apparently, that's too much to ask for. <laughs> Apparently. So, baseball has said, "Nope, can't move the can't move the uh, shortstop over, can't move the third baseman over. You have to have two people on either side of the infield." Mm-hmm. More offensive baseball, more movement. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I love the pitch clock. I think it's about time. The next thing that oh, the pitch clock is the big. When they announced that, I don't mean to cut mm-hmm. you off, but real quick, when they announced that, I was like, finally, because I've been to so many Rockies games, and I'm just like, it takes forever. Dude. Hello, throw the ball. Yeah, it just takes forever. Um, also. The next thing that needs to change for baseball is automated strike zones. I'm sick of these umpires getting like 60% of the calls right. Mm -hmm. That's a a story for another day. Moving on to stats of the week. You want me to go first? We'll go first. Of course. First one, Chase Daniel, backup quarterback for your Los Angeles Chargers, has made 41.2. Eight million dollars in his 13 NFL year career. Yeah, and how many starts? You know, five starts. Five. So you've only had to play any five starts. You've made 41 million dollars. So that's I have someone here who broke it down, Derek. Five starts. He makes 8.3 million dollars per start in his career. He's thrown eight touchdowns, which is 5.2 million dollars per touchdown. He's been around 71 games he's been stressed for 71 games that's five hundred eighty-nine thousand dollars per game and he's only thrown 261 passes that's 161k per pass eric that guy has the easiest life of anybody i think he's got the greatest life of anybody. seriously and people are wondering like man chase daniel's still hanging around uh, yeah wouldn't you oh you're yeah making, you're making that much money to just Absolutely. sit there Absolutely. But that just goes to show you, if you're a decent backup, people are going to sign you and pay you. It's, 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 I'm serious. Yeah. And it, you, know many team, you know how many teams he's been on? Oh, he's been on a lot of teams. He's been on a lot of teams. He's a journeyman. Uh, other one here, Amon Ra St. Brown and his older brother, Equinemius St. Brown. Say those names five times fast. Seriously. Both scored the first touchdowns of the 2022 Both season up. within three minutes of each other. 
Amon Ross scored at three hundred three minute or three twenty p.m. and Equinemia scored at three twenty three p.m. He's a Chicago Bear. The other one, Amon Ra, is a Lion. Ooh, how about that, huh? Brothers mm-hmm. getting it done. The brothers, the Browns won their first Week One game since two thousand and four. Derek, <laughs> can you name the nice? There's the very popular website that was launched the same year. Facebook. Oh no, MySpace. Nope, Facebook. Oh, I had it right the first time. You had it right the first time. <laughs> so long ago, I couldn't remember. Absolutely. Saquon Barkley last week had more rushing yards than Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey, David Montgomery, and Najee Harris combined. Wow. Saquon Barkley, 18 carries, a buck 64. He's back. He is back. Aaron Rodgers before the game against the Minnesota Vikings hadn't thrown an interception versus the NFC North since December 29th, 2019. Mm, three years, huh? Almost. Mm. Two and a half. Pretty uh, impressive. The, the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014, <laughs> and they play in Jacksonville this week. They're going to be 0 1 and 1. Oh, God. That's just embarrassing, dude. Um, when starting, Tua Tungavailoa has never had a losing record in his career at any point. And mm. Justin Herbert has never had a winning career, a winning record. I think that goes to show you the Chargers are not that good of a team. Go Chargers, go. Go Chargers, go. I got a couple more here. Hang on. Bear with me. Kirk Cousins' career record, Derek. Do you, know, do you have any guesses? Win and losses? Win and losses and ties. I would say 116, 116 wins, 120 losses, and two ties. Oh, dude, he hasn't played that many games. Oh, crap, he hasn't. Okay. 61, mm-hmm. 61, and two. Oh, he's he's the most average quarterback you've ever seen. Pretty much. Pretty much. Going into baseball real quick, Aaron Judge has 20 more home runs than any other player in MLB. He's actually hmm. sitting at 59, I believe, right now or more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first time since 1928 that a player has 20 more home runs than everyone else at the end of the day. Wow. Next closest was Kyle Schwarber at 37. Mm. He had 57 at the time of that tweet. Mm. Uh, let's see here. I had another. Oh, here we go. Devontae Adams, week one, had 141 receiving yards. Derek, how many receiving yards did the Packers have total? Not a lot. You're wrong. No, they did, yeah. 120 receiving yards. <laughs> he had more than the whole team. Had 21 more yards than the whole team. I liked all, right. all the I liked all the memes and stuff of uh showed Rogers crying on a bed and or it shows Adams, it showed somebody posted. Adam's head on a cartoon. He's holding the phone that shows Aaron Rodgers is calling. <laughs> All right. Nebraska made big news firing Scott Frost, the worst yeah, coach that? I've ever seen in the history of coaches. Mm-hmm. Since 2021, they were 0 and 10 mm. in one possession games. They mm. were, by the time of firing, 5 and 22 in one possession games. Wow. Here are the last 10 games uh, numbers. They lost at Illinois, 30 to 22. Michigan State, 23 to 20. Mm. Minnesota, 30 to 23. 
Wisconsin 35-28. Northwestern, the most this was starting this season, I believe. <laughs> yeah, it was. 31-28. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> then these are a little backwards here. These are just the last 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oklahoma 23-16. Michigan 32-29. Purdue 28-30. Uh, 23 Iowa 28 21 mm-hmm. and then I who did they just lose to I can't read Georgia Southern Georgia. yes yeah Georgia Southern 45 to 42 and Eric it's soon to add Oklahoma to that list again because currently they are losing 35 to 7 to Oklahoma yeah but that's right not going to be a one score game no all right Derek this one's kind of a crazy one Beer prices at every NFL stadium. Derek, can you name the team with the highest beer prices in the NFL? Dallas. Nope. All right, then SoFi Stadium, the Rams, Chargers. Nope. I don't know then. Green Bay. Nope. Chicago. You're getting warmer. Detroit? No. Fun fact, Detroit charges $5 for a beer. They're tied for the lowest with the Falcons and Jets. So if you want to go to a football game, go to Detroit. Or the Jets or the Falcons, especially the Falcons. You can get a lot of cheap beer this year to watch that piss ball. Fun fact, the Giants and Jets do not charge the same amount for beer. The Jets (laughs) charge $5 for a beer. The Giants charge $11. Why? I don't know. They're in the same stadium. Stadium. The Rams and Chargers are in the same stadium. They both, both would charge $11. Wow. The number, the team with the highest beer prices, mm-hmm. Washington Commanders. $14. Second tied, four way tie for second on this list. The 49ers at 1150. Wow. Jacksonville, Jacksonville, 1150. And Buccaneers and Saints. Wow. Rams, Bills, Chargers, Eagles, Dolphins, Bears, Giants are all tied at 11. Titans, Panthers, Patriots, Seahawks are at 10.50. Broncos are pretty, like, nine-something, aren't they? Yes, give me just a second. Vikings are alone by at 10. Packers and Dallas are tied at 9.50. Steelers are... Five dollars is the best. The Lions, Falcons, Jets. Hello. Steelers are at nine twenty nine for some reason. That's stupid. That's it's just dumb. Uh, Raiders are at nine even. Chiefs eight fifty. Colts eight. Broncos seven fifty. That's not bad. Cardinals, Ravens, and Browns are all tied at six fifty. Texans are at six. Bengals are again at 527. Why would you have an odd number? That's weird, yeah. And then, like I said, Lions, Falcons, and Jets are tied at five. Uh, So basically what you can uh, take away from this, Derek, you're going to have to put a good old beep in here. Yes. The Commanders. (laughs) Pretty much. (sighs) Screw them. Is that all the stats you got? Yeah. All right. I got some good ones here. Lay it on. NFL teams leading by 15 points in the fourth quarter over the last three seasons. The Falcons are five and three. The rest of the NFL is 245, two and one. Oh, God. 
A 98.8 winning percentage for the NFL. The Falcons have a 62% winning percentage. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, the Falcons cannot hold the lead. No, they're trash. Badgering on the Falcons some more. <laughs> Matt Ryan became the eighth quarterback this last weekend with 60,000 yards passing. He joins Brady, Tom Brady, of course, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Ben Roethlisberger, Dan Marino, and Phillip Rivers. And Eric, how funny is this? They put the ball in the Hall of Fame when he, the exact football he used, and they numbered it for how many games it took. And Eric, it took him, not lying, 283 games to get to 60,000. And if you, people are poking fun at it because 28 to 3. Oh, that Jesus. number, that number is never going away from Matt Ryan. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh God! And look at this: the Patriots versus the AFC East from 2001 to 2019. They were 91 and 25. From 2020, from 2020 until now, 2022, they are six and seven. Oof. Oh, they missed and, they missed them some uh, Tampa Bay. And this is another painful stat. Since the Panthers started 3 and 0 last year, they are 2 and 13 since then. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's not good. Uh no, since yeah, they've only won two games, Eric, <laughs> in uh 15 or yeah, 15 games. That's bad. And how about this? So you have Patriots and Steelers playing each other this weekend. This will be the first Patriots Steelers game without either Tom Brady or Beth and Roethlisberger starting at quarterback since week 14 of 1998. Drew Bledsoe and Cordell Stewart were the starting quarterbacks then. What's this was the song by uh Bob Bob Dylan, the times they are changing. And real quick, here's another. This is my last one, crazy one. You remember that picture of the Giants, all the Giants took when they were on the boat and crap? I saw this one, yeah. This is the Boy. first time at any point since they took that picture in January of 2017 that the Giants have had a winning record. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. So, yeah, there you go. Is anybody still on that team from that picture? Mm, I'm looking. Beckham, gone. Uh, No. Because it's the entire receiving core. That's a negative. That's just bad. But I just thought that Matt Ryan one was funny. It took him 283 games to get to 60,000. And now that's in the Hall of Fame. And Poor Matt Ryan can just never get away from that number. It's going to haunt him for the rest of his life. Is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer because of the 28 to 3? I don't know. Because, you know, my thing with Hall of Fame is can you tell the story of the game without them? Honestly, you can't tell the story of the game without the Falcons right now. I mean, it's the, it's the only Super Bowl that's ever gone to overtime. It's the only one that's ever gone to overtime. And it may be the only one that ever goes to overtime. 
Oh, and like we said, 26 to 10, they had the lead last week. That's it with question. Atlanta holding a lead. That's is a Matt, question. Is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? NFL MVP that year. NFL MVP. He has 60,000 yards passing now. Man. So only, he's only the eighth person to ever do it. So his numbers speak for himself. I think he might be. But I think if you have to think about it, I think mm-hmm. the answer is no. Well, I guess the voters will decide on that when he retires. Yeah. All right, Hall of Fame talk next week. We'll uh, see. Let's, let's move it on to Broncos slash other NFL games slash teams we want to talk about. I want to talk about the Dallas Cowboys first real quick. Okay. Dak Prescott's out for four weeks with a thumb fracture, head surgery. Mm-hmm. Jared Jones decided to come out of the shower <laughs> and talk to the media. See, you're starting to get on board <laughs> ever since up uh, real quick. If, if, if nobody's heard this, why me and Eric always say this, because Jerry Jones actually publicly said that in an interview when he was referring to Ezekiel Elliott's contract when he paid him and saying, I thought you know, about I had a long shower. thought about it in the shower. So that's why we always poke fun and jab at it, because he's the one that said it. But like we said, who wants to imagine that? You know, Derek, I thought about going to the grocery store today, so I took a shower. And uh, had a long, deep thought about it, and I decided not to go. Anywho, pretty smart. (laughs) Um, he said he expects Dak Prescott to be back in four weeks. Yeah, we saw Russell Wilson came back in three weeks from the same injury, and we saw how poorly he played. Some of the worst numbers in his career he put up. Derek, this is your franchise. Mm -hmm. Dak Prescott is the Dallas Cowboys right now. Don't he rush is. him back. Don't, Don't do be it. like the Golden State Warriors and make Kevin Durant come back and then he pops an Achilles. Oof. Mm-hmm. Let him rest. Take the season for what it is. Fire Mike McCarthy at the end of the year. Go get yourself some Sean Payton. Seriously, fire him because he's a bad coach. He's a terrible coach. God, is he bad. Um, and then move on. Do it. Am I wrong there? Do you disagree with me? No, I agree with you. I think you don't rush him back. Let him take as long as he needs and just I mean, if honestly, the way you looked week one, you look bad. And if you're gonna look like that every week, just who cares? Throw Cooper Rush or Danucci or whoever the hell else you want out there and let them play until Prescott's better. Yeah. Now, speaking on the injury thing, the Los Angeles Chargers. Mm-hmm. You remember in the game, Herbert. He's, he's down on the ground, has rib injury, comes back into play later. And then he goes to throw – or he, go, he goes to run on third and one and physically can't, so he just chucks it out of bounds. Yeah. If you're Brandon Staley, you see that. Yank him. I agree. Ch- to it's, put Chase Daniel in, let, let him earn his keep. More money, I guess. It's not that for me. It's week two. It's early. It's early. The way this I, un- I understand you want to beat the Chiefs. And Herbert, an injured Herbert gives you a better chance than a healthy Chase Daniel. Big time. Don't risk Herbert's long-term health. Nope. Just Holy. like I just like I think the, their next game that they have, granted, he's gonna have a lot of time off now. Ten until days ne- until yeah, until next Sunday. But I don't think if he's if he's not right, I wouldn't put him in. No, I wouldn't either. I mean, you can be one and two, and with, like I said this before, the Chargers are a good team. They're going to be fine. 
And don't rush wanted, Keenan Allen coming back either because you need him healthy too. Yep. I, honestly, I don't think they do. He, I thought they were fine without him. Mm. Mike, Mike Williams, Williams was all man. over the place. Man, that one-handed um, catch he had was good. I also want to talk about this game. And Adam, I know you're listening. You're a Chiefs fan. Um, Mahomes, besides the two throws that he made that were brilliant throws, by the way, for touchdowns, just unbelievable throws. And by the way, the throw Herbert made with broken ribs or rib cartilage tear to Palmer down to the one. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, the Chiefs were kind of lucky to get out of there with a win. The thing I want to say real quick is I hate to admit this, but what makes Mahomes so good and all these Herbert and Rogers and Wilson makes them all good is man, the way they can scramble and keep moving to let somebody open or to let something develop. And that's what mm-hmm. makes them dangerous. And that's, that's what Mahomes did with a couple um, of those throws, but the chiefs are not lucky to get out of there with a win because of refereeing. I thought that did that no call oh, interception. Man. That was bad. Awful bad. Call. That's a pick. Bad. It's a pick. Um, but Asante Samuel dropping the t- the interception oh. that would have been a pick six in the end zone. Yeah, uh, offsetting penalties. The Chargers just shot themselves in the foot, and then the pick six by the Chiefs. It was a good play by the DB. I'll give him that. I don't think it was an unbelievable play. I think it was bad coaching by the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I understand they were in hurry up. Gerald Everett made a really good play to get down to the four. Man, was that a good play by him? Mm-hmm. He was tapping his helmet trying to get out of the game because he's exhausted. But yeah, no. well, usually when a guy taps, that means like, hey, yank me out. But yeah. the Chargers wanted to keep the foot on the gas. And I get it. You're playing the Chiefs. You, you have them on the ropes. Let your – the play Call was – The play was out of whack. Herbert – so from what that play was, Herbert's supposed to snap the ball, look, and throw, right? Mm-hmm. There was a free rusher coming from that side. The offensive line had no idea what to do. So Herbert had to hesitate, and that let the DB make the play. And also Everett was exhausted and couldn't do anything. He was dead, basically. (laughs) Call a timeout. Sub Sub people in and out if you have to. Take your time. They rushed it. Brandon Staley's – I thought he made some good decisions not going for the fourth down and just taking your points. I commend that mm-hmm. or like not, not going for it and making the chiefs drive the field, which actually played into the chargers defensive hands. First of all, pull your quarterback out when he's young and he looks like that. Take a timeout. Yep. They would have won that game, but instead here we are chiefs are two and oh chargers are one and one. Don't rush it. Take your time. Uh, any, you want to talk about Derek? Any other game? No, not really. I mean, they kind of all played out the way I thought they would. Cool. Uh, Broncos. Except for over the Broncos. Except for the Broncos. Uh, what the hell happened? They looked rusty and they looked really freaking bad. The offense, I mean, Russell Wilson looked really good. But um, can we just say the two turnovers at the one-yard line are inexcusable. Uh, Melvin, I, 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 I preached this in the offseason. I preached it to you and everybody. Get Melvin Gordon out of there. Melvin Gordon, oh, hold, in my hold opinion. Hold on, Derek. You can't say that because Javante Williams did the oh, same exact I know, thing. I know he did, but it's just – Gordon is just notorious for fumbling the ball, though. I, I'm going to defend Gordon here a little bit. 
Williams had one less fumble than him last year. Now, I agree with you. Williams is the better back. He's the better running back. Hold on to the ball, Williams. Mm -hmm. Hold on to the ball, Gordon. Well, see, and the thing with them is they each, if you watch it, both runs when they fumbled it. Gordon was his trying to stretch over the goal line. And Williams, I thought Williams was worse than Gordon's there. Well, yeah, because Williams only had one arm on the ball. You got to have both. Both. Yeah, both. You got both your hands on the ball. Do you remember what both means, Dirk? But also, no, those turn. Yes, I know what it means. <laughs> but those turn, those turnovers, and God, did they have some bad penalties too? Oh, yeah. Penalties just were horrible. Uh, that. Oh, by the way, Cowboys most penalized team in the league this or on the week. By the way, again. Broncos were right there too, but the Cowboys are just a bad team. Anywho, but they um, just the, the the penalties and the turnovers, especially there right there in the red zone, killed them. And then of course, end of the game, not managing the clock good. You had two timeouts, fourth and five. You, you traded for Wilson to get all this money, and in my opinion, you traded to get a coach like this that doesn't do stupid crap like Fangio did. Because literally, when he did that, I thought Vic Fangio was on the sideline. Doing doing well, something like that. that, and that's also a call that Hackett would make. I think if I would have made if Drew Locke is my quarterback. Oh yeah, if Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater is your quarterback, you kick it. But you've got Russell Wilson, who is playing at worst, good. He's a top fifteen quarterback in the league. At best, he's a top ten. And he played damn good in this game. He was three. Also, Jerry Judy, nice to show up finally, right? Oh, man, yeah, that route that he had. I mean, Russell Wilson, you can definitely tell, needs to learn to get chemistry with him because that throw he had to Judy was way behind him, but luckily Judy was able to adjust. To catch yeah, it. I, it was just I, – I told you, Derek, they're going to be sloppy, and it, it hurt them. It yeah, really and, did. And this is why I'm glad they're playing kind of like the division later on in the season. To yeah, they're playing – they're getting the crap out of the way now. Getting all their crap and their – Build up chemistry and get better mojo with each other before you start playing these good teams. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's let's look at the good. We, we kind of talked about the bad. Judy. Jerry Judy. Jerry and Judy. Russell Wilson. Jerry Judy and Russell Wilson. Um, I don't know his first name, but Beck, the tight end. Andrew Beck, yeah. Andrew Beck. Man, I, I, did he have a good game blocking and receiving. Did you see him run that dude over? Yeah, real quick, another bad thing. Uh, Justin Simmons getting hurt was a big blow. Oh, yeah, I didn't even see. I didn't even know that happened. He's out for four weeks. But luckily, he can, he can, he's can, doesn't need to get surgery like Jamal Adams did because it's the same injury. Well, Adams is out for the season. Adams out for the season. So I'm just glad Simmons isn't out for the season. He just only has to miss a couple weeks. By the way, Jamal Adams. Most overrated safety in the league. He there sucks. was a he threw a ball right to to or and Wilson threw it. right and it hit him in the face. Yep. He he went. Oh, I got the ball. Oh, oh, oh. But no, the the takeaways are just definitely Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy. You can definitely tell that there's chemistry and there's something there between the two of them. One thing I can't wait for, Greg Dolchich to be a part of this offense when he's healthy. Oh, Their yeah, second round he- pick. You got Beck and Albert O that looked that good. Imagine when they get him in there too. Dolchich is more of a Gronkowski style of like Ken, or a Kittle and Kelsey style, where he's more of a receiver. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be fun in that offense. But uh, the, de- I, the, de- I, the defense too—they looked better in the second half than they did in the first dude, half. They, so that was encouraging. When they to needed see. to make a play, 
they made a stand. Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb stepping up, getting two sacks. Randy and, Gregory and was putting some pressure on. He that, looked good. That fumble he punched out was nice, um, yes. The one weak spot of their defense is still middle linebacker. Uh, yeah, Singletary. Singletary, number 49. Was that who's in there? Or Singleton? Singleton. He sucks. Eric, and they still have the same problem for like the last 12 years. They can't cover tight ends worth yeah. a damn. Yeah, no. They, That's the still a question. Still a Put Justin problem. Simmons on a tight end. Well, now they can't, but uh, anywho. Um, yeah. Broncos look sloppy, but they're, I will say this. That was the most exciting offense from the Broncos, and they only put up 16 points in seven years. Yeah, it was actually nice to actually see them play good. Do you know what was nice? Their first drive of the game yeah. to actually not see them go three and out or the last, what, five, six years, it was run, run, pass, punt. You, you felt like even though they were down going into halftime that they could still win it? Yeah. And you, Fangio, if he was ever down at any point at halftime. And they, were coaching, they were done. They were done. The game was over. Game was over. Um, but, mm-hmm. hey, Broncos, they play the Texans this week. Yeah, they should, and and it's at home, so look for them to bounce back. Home opener at that stadium is going to be nuts. I expect the Broncos to. I think they dominate the Texans. I think so too. And real quick before we get to our picks, everybody, Seahawks aren't that good. Geno Smith is not that. And Shelby Harris, Shelby Harris coming out. I mean, granted, he he wanted to throw some shade because Denver traded him and he played for us, but I, I still don't know what to expect from the 49ers offense, but I expect the 49ers defense to dominate Seattle. But this, yeah, don't look for Geno Smith to play like this every week. Look for Geno Smith to look like Geno Smith when he actually plays a really good team because he's gonna suck. Oh, I wanted to pull something up. Vamp about the Broncos real quick. I wanted to pull something about up about Geno Smith. Hang on. Keep talking. Geno Smith, so he just he sucks. But yes, no, the Texans this week, Davis Mills, and just that crappy offense against this defense. Like you said, the stadium is, of course, it's going to be the attendance. Man, I already saw the attendance this week is going to be huge, sold out. So that should be good. Yeah. Be uh, so Geno Smith won his, I think it was his fifth opening game. Mm-hmm. How many wins does he have in his career? Is that your chair? <laughs> How many it's wins broken, does he have in his so career? I would say 10. 19. Wow. 19 out of 19 wins, 26 losses. There you go, people. He's not that good. No. All right, Derek. It's time. Favorite time of the week. Nee, 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 nee. nee. All right. So just as a heads up, I texted Derek earlier in the week who he picked for Chiefs Chargers. He picked the Chiefs. Yeah, and you said I was whack. You were whack. But I was right. (laughs) Uh, I picked the Chiefs as well. Yeah. (laughs) No, I picked the Chargers. Derek won that one. Let's do the Sunday morning, early afternoon games, Derek, starting with a good one, in my opinion. 1-0 1-0 Dolphins at the 1-0 Ravens. Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Yeah, I Ooh, think this could actually be – I think this could actually be one of the good games of the week, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But uh, I give it to the Ravens. I think they have a slight advantage because they're at home. J.K. Dobbins is coming back this week, so I think that makes a big difference for that offense, for him coming back. I agree. Uh, the Dolphins didn't show me enough 
to prove no. that they can beat a team like the Ravens, who I think are probably the team to watch out for in the AFC. Mm. Um, I think the Ravens win this one, and I don't think it's, it's three and a half points. I'm taking the over. Yeah. All right, Derek, the snooze fest of the week, Jets at Browns. Uh, Joe Flacco's starting again, so give me the Browns. That's all I need to say. <laughs> <laughs> Even though yeah. Jacoby Brissett's starting, I don't I don't trust Flacco. Flacco just sucks. I kind of want to pick the Jets just to go against you, but I don't know if I can. Flacco, Eric. Yeah, give me the Browns. Come on. Oh god, they suck. That that front the Browns have against that crappy offensive line and Flacco, Eric. He, they're mm. he, he's in for a long day. All right, Derek. The Colts are headed to Jacksonville, which they haven't won there in seven years. Three point underdogs are the Jacksonville Jaguars at home. Who you got? Well, uh, they let me down last week, but they're not going to let me down this week. I think they keep it alive, and the Colts go. Uh, 0-8, last eight seasons in Jacksonville, and I think Jacksonville squeaks it out. And we said, we said last week the Colts can't go 0-2, but they're going to be 0-1-1. Oh, man. <laughs> like I, I just to... said, too, Michael Pittman's not playing tomorrow, so there's a big target. Yeah, that's, that's that. see, that's what's pushing me actually to Jacksonville. I want to pick the Colts because, hey, they snapped their losing streak on opening week. Real quick, if you have a uh, – Hines, the running back, start him this week with Pittman being out because he is going to rack up a lot of catches. He's going to get some catches, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually liked what I saw from Trevor Lawrence in the Jags offense in the uh, fourth quarter of the Commanders game. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars can even their record at one and one. Uh, And history is on their side. So until the Colts can prove to me that they can beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Real quick, too, Trevor Lawrence looked really good last week. He did in the fourth quarter. He struggled to start. He struggled, but he looked pretty good. All right, Derek, another prove-it game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers headed to the Saints in New Orleans. The Saints are two-and-a-half-point underdogs. I don't know why, because Brady is 0-4 against them. In the regular season. Regular season, but I think the Saints, I just think I I trust the Saints' offense more than Tampa Bay right now. Yeah, the the Bucs' offense looked weak. Really, really weak, really pedestrian. I think the, I think the Saints take it just because they're at home too. I think that will. Yeah, happen. I would say home opener. Saints fans are ready for this game. I expect the Saints to win this one. Yeah, that that place is crazy with all those fans. That place is loud. All right, Derek Snooze Fest Part Two: Panthers <laughs> at the Giants. Giants are two point favorites at home. Yeah, I think the Giants take it. Like I just said, the the Panthers are two and thirteen since they started three and zero last year. So I think that. They'll drop their record to two and fourteen, and they lose. But I think the Giants take them since they're at home. I think the Giants are the worst defensive team in football right now. They're pretty. Bad. I think the Titans just suck offensively, and I think Christian McCaffrey has his best game since his injury. I think the Panthers win this one handily. Ooh, all right. I really don't like the Giants' defensive roster. I really don't. Um. Moving on to another game we might be split here on. Patriots at the Steelers. Steelers are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. Yeah, the 11th meeting between Belichick and Tomlin. This should be a good one. But even though TJ Watt's not in this game, and Mac Jones is actually coming into this game with a back injury. He is off the injury report, but that is something to keep an eye on. But I just think the Steelers 
take this one just because they're at home. And I just, Mac Jones isn't 100%. I just don't think that offense looks very good. I can't envision a world where Bill Belichick starts 0-2. It's going to happen. I don't think so. I, I really don't like the Steelers' offense against the Patriots' defense. I mean, if they can't do anything against the Bengals' defense, they're not going to do anything against the Patriots. I think the Patriots will control the clock, run the crap out of the ball. They'll win this game. All right. All right, Derek. For the first time Woo! in 24 games, your Detroit Lions are home favorites by one and a half points against the Washington Commanders. Will. They yes. Win. Yes, they will win. I think it's because they're they're at home, and it's just I don't know Carson Carson Wentz against Jared Goff. How about that? Number and one versus on number two on completely opposite teams. Completely opposite before. teams, but it's just the way the Lions looked last week against the Eagles. I just think I don't know. I think they're going to come out firing, and they're going to do better this week. And I think they take it. Terry McLaurin against the Lions defense scares me. Oh, yeah. That scares me. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, Derek, I want to pick the Lions, but I can't. <sighs> I can't do it. I want them to win so badly, but I don't think they will. Mm. Oh, Derek, I want to pick them so bad. Do it then. I can't. I got to go Commanders. <sighs> I, I think the Commanders defense is going to have a, their way with the Lions offensive line. I, I, this game scares me for the Lions being favorites. No, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not good. I, I'm sorry, buddy. I got to pick the commanders. Go ahead. Do it. Do He's it. not salty or anything about it. Do it. <laughs> All right. Kicking off the afternoon game, starting with my Rams hosting nice. the Falcons. Rams are 10 point favorites. It I was 14 it. at the beginning of the week. Yeah, I mean, the Rams are pissed off that they lost. They got embarrassed on national TV. They're playing a crappy Falcons team who, quite frankly, has no talent going against a team that has all the talent. I mean, it's I don't even need to say. You know who I'm picking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you said it well. The Rams are embarrassed. I think they're going to kick the ever-living crap out of the Falcons. Especially, there's a lot of, like, not like – there's a lot of ego – on mm-hmm. the Rams defense, but not like cocky eagle like Bobby Wagner, Aaron Donald. Donald. Look, look for Cam Akers to run angry in this game too. Probably. He's hurt. Oh, he's I think hurt. he's out for like three weeks. Ooh. That's why he wasn't playing in the opener. He was hurt. Yeah, but yeah, um, the Rams are gonna beat him pretty easily. Yeah, I think it'll be. I, I just don't. I don't think the offense will put up as many points as we think. It's gonna be the Rams defense that dominates. Probably. Uh, other afternoon game, another AFC or NFC West team, the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks coming off what it basically was their Super Bowl for the rest of their lives. <laughs> um, the only team in the NFC West to win, by the way, yeah. going into San Francisco playing against the Niners. It's another rain game for Trey Lance, by the way. Yeah, it says it's supposed to be rainy, but the 49ers are favored by nine and a half. Who do you got there? Yeah, I think the Niners, I think that defense is just absolutely going to just embarrass Geno Smith and be after him all game long. I do. I just don't trust Seattle. I don't either. And I still don't know what to expect from Trey Lance. I think we'll see a little bit more of it now. But, uh, yeah, give me the Niners at home. I think this is an easy pick. Even though it's painful for you to pick. 
I can't, oh, dude, I can't stand picking the Niners to win football games. <laughs> dude, you, I, I think I cheered louder for the rant for the Niners losing than I have any point <laughs> against the Bears. It just made. Oh, me I laugh. believe it. I believe. By it. the way, see how I wrote them in the rundown. By the way. Yes, I see it. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> Arizona Cardinals heading to Las Vegas to face the Raiders. Derek, five yeah. and a half point favorites are the Raiders at home. Yeah, I think the Raiders beat them pretty handily, pretty easily in this game. The way, if the way the Cardinals looked last week, I think they're in trouble again, especially with the, the way that defense played against this offense. I think Derek Carr gets back on track. I, and I think I, I think Josh Jacobs has a pretty big game too. I agree. I I did not like what I saw from the Cardinals at all. I think they'll play better this week because they kind of have to. because um, And also because the Raiders' defense is suspect, but Cardinals' defense is worse. Way bad. Um, they that, they have no pass rush. Nothing. None. Yeah, I mean, you want to get rid of Chandler Jones. Yeah, yeah he, really he, he's gonna he's gonna beat the brakes off you this week. That's for oh. sure. Oh yeah. Uh, Raiders at home. I think I take the over on the five and a half. Oh yeah. Um, this one was a good game, and it was Cowboys favored by two at the beginning of the week. Now it has shifted to Bengals seven point favorites in Dallas against the Cowboys. Derek, any chance the Cowboys win without Dak Prescott? No. You have Cooper Rush with that offense, the way they looked on Sunday against the Bucks. No, I think Joe Burrow gets back on track. And man, hey, Jamar Chase, I think he has a big game. I agree. Uh, even with Dak Prescott, Derek, the Cowboys don't have any inside threat. No. Dalton Schultz is the only one, and I don't consider him a threat. No, he's not a threat. I think the Cowboys are screwed even if Dak Prescott played in this game. I think the they Bengals. would. I think they would. Yeah, I would still pick Cincy to win this game because I, they I got, think the they Bengals got, win by two touchdowns. Yeah, because they—that's another team that I think that's going to play angry because they got embarrassed last they week. Got, yeah, that, that was bad. Joe Burrow's going to have the game of his life. Uh, Derek, the Broncos are hosting the Texans. They are ten-point favorites at home as well. We both yeah. picking the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, like I said, another team that's probably angry and embarrassed because of how bad they played on Monday night in front of everyone. And I just think home opener place is going to be crazy and loud. And honestly, Denver's more talented than Houston. <laughs> A lot more talented. Yeah, this just I feel sorry for the Texans coming into this game. They're going to get beaten up. Yeah, they are. Um, like, yeah, home opener fans are going crazy. Broncos win. I would say I'm going to give them like a 24-10 victory. That sounds reasonable. All right, Sunday night, the Bears are headed to their owner's field and facing Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Uh, I own you. Packers are 10-point favorites at home. Any chance the Bears come away with a win? No, Aaron Rodgers continues to own them. I think after he laid an egg in that offense, for that matter, laid an egg last week, they come out and I think they beat the Bears pretty good. I think the Bears' defense is underrated, but – I would expect Christian Watson's not dropping a wide open catch for a touchdown anytime soon. No. Um, so yeah, uh-huh. Packers at home, 10 point favorites. I think I take the over. Uh, Tennessee Titans headed to Buffalo to face the Bills in their home opener. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think so. The Bills are favored by 10. I think that's too high. I think it is too. I think this will be a closer game, but Buffalo's going to win. Yes. I, I think Buffalo's trying to hold Derrick Henry down might kind of run over them a little bit, but I do think the Bills are the better team, and I think they win. Not mm-hmm. by 10. I think it's like a five-point victory for them. 
This is another good game, I think, the other Monday night game. I said this game is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Vikings at the Eagles. Uh, Eagles are two-point favorites at home. Both both are coming off wins. Who do you mm-hmm. got, Derek? I think the Eagles win this one because don't, I just give them a slight advantage because they're at home. And uh, what did we say in the past? Kirk Cousins doesn't win on Monday night football. <laughs> so that's why. Give me the Eagles. I When I originally – when we did the – pick you know like who we thought was going to have records i thought this was going to be a loss for the eagles their defense is loaded yeah it is i still think they'll give up some points to the vikings but i really like the uh the eagles in this game i think they win okay uh do you want to do the thursday night game too i haven't pulled up no we just because we don't know who's going to win this week and what's going to happen we'll we'll do what we did like he and i'll text back and forth pick them and then we'll let you know who wins or loses that one so it's all I got. All right. And like you said, you won the picks last week, 10 to 6. 10 to 6. I sensed two bottles of whiskey coming my way at the end of the season, D-Money. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, though. God, got the else. next Thursday, Steelers-Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 All right. That's going to do it for us here. Unless you got anything else to add, D-Money? I got nothing. All right. As always, go Rams here on the Rams cast. Whatever. Oh, Av signed a player. Yes. Evan Rodriguez to fill in the second line center for that team. We'll talk about that a little more next week. I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Good signing. Very good signing. Avs are going to win uh, seven cups in a row. But uh, nice. That, that'll do it for us. We'll a lot of partying. Oh, so much partying. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.